first year for Yavamu Staff, Samachal, recapping what we spoke about at the end of the previous staff. We spoke about the three gazeros that the Chavirim, which were the nation that ruled Bavel at that time, were gozer against Klai Yisrael and the reasons for them. They were gozer on Basar, that they couldn't have kosher meat, and that was because the people were nisrashal in giving the matanos to the Kohanim. They were gozer on Merchatzos, that's because Klai Yisrael was nisrashal in Tevilah, and they would dig up the Kvarim of their dead ancestors because, and that was because Klai Yisrael was happy on the non-Jewish holidays. <coughs> we then had <coughs> many statements from Sefer Ben Sira, um, which had to do with Good wives, bad wives, not getting involved with other women. We then spoke about other inyanam of Puravu. The Ravasi says that we need all the Nishamos to be brought into this world in order for the Geula to happen. We had the Brisa with Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yaakov, Rabbi Eliezer ben, ben Azariah, that they <coughs> say, um, Rabbi Eliezer says that someone that's not Usik in Puravu is like Yishu Bechavim. And then Rabbi Yaakov or Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah, they say it's Gilumayit had been lost. Benazi says it's like both, even though Benazi himself was not Mechaimus of Urubu. That's only because he was considered an Ones, because of Nacho Kaksha Batora. Then spoke about the idea that Kaisa only had at least 22,000 had the Shekhinah rested upon them, and therefore it's important to be Mechaim for Urubu. And we spoke about Chiv Nisa. For a person that's not kind for Ruhu, learned after the Bnei Aaron, and also that it causes the Shekhinah to go away from Klai Yisrael. Okay, so let's start from the Mishnah on the Sinai Chalad on Aleph. <coughs> Just do a, the Mishnah and the Brisa and the Gemara, and then we'll see the, this large Tosos, which speaks about a Yisod in situations where a person has to divorce his wife, whether he's forced to whether he's not forced to in the next Tosus to discuss whether he has to give Iksuva, whether he doesn't have to give Iksuva, these Tosus in our general Tosus in that deal with a general idea, and we'll bring in lots of cases from all over Shas and deal with them. Okay, so the Mishnah says, Nasi Isha, Visha Imasrishanim, Velo Yolda, if a person is married for 10 years without having any children, Inu Shailabatl, he can't be Mabatl, Kuruvu, any longer than that, Girsha, if he divorces her, then she's allowed to marry somebody else. And the second one is allowed to stay married to her also for 10 years. If she miscarries, so we count the 10 years from that point on. Says Rashi, He has to either divorce her or marry another wife. And the truth is we're going to see, Tosus is going to quote a Gemara Suvos, where we see we actually force him to get divorced. And, or he's a chiv to get divorced, at least. And the reason for that, even though he could just marry another wife, Mikhail Kuru, while being staying married to this one, is generally uh, people aren't going to marry, a woman's not going to want to marry someone who's already married. Uh, we're also going to see this possibly a shita, that you're not allowed to marry a second wife. Why are you to the first wife unless there was some sort of tenai? Made originally unless the first wife agrees. So therefore, generally in this situation, he has to get divorced. Mutaras Akar, she's allowed to marry someone else. The lower Akara, we don't assume that she's an Akara. Maybe the first one was not Zilcha 
to have children with her. <clears throat> maybe the person wants to have children at all. Right, you know, he has to divorce her because maybe the mazel specifically on this or this chus was needed specifically for this wife. So he gets divorced and he's another one, maybe he will be able to have children. Um, that's why he has to get remarried. She also is allowed to get married, remarried because it could be that's just the, the marriage of the two of them together were not Zohar to have children. <clears throat> okay. Continues the in the Gemara from the Brisa Tanur Abanan. Nasi Isha Shahim Master Shanim, person who gets married and waits for ten years, Hello Yalta doesn't have any children, Yosvi Tim Suvi has divorced and gives her a Suva. Shemel Zakli bonus me mana because maybe he wasn't Zoha to build from her. That's why I used to give her the Suva. It's not necessarily her fault. Afalpishim Raila Davar, Zeichaladavar, even though we don't have a proof, there is a Zephyr to this, this idea of ten years, that it says Mikates Esser Shanam Lashavas Avram Barat's Kanan, that at the end of ten years, when Avram was living in Eretz Kanan, so that's when he married Hagar. La Medchan comes to teach us that the years he lived in Chutzlaret, because he was married before he went to Eretz Yisrael, nevertheless, those years don't count. And therefore, right, since we see that sometimes if there's some external reason which would prevent him from having children, um, so we can see from there that that if he was sick or she was sick, or they were, I think Shneem means I guess either one, were in jail, in only woman a minion. That doesn't count as part of the 10 years. Because if we have a reason to point to, to say up until now they can have children because of this reason, but now maybe they will be able to have children, so then those first years don't count as part of the 10 years. Says Rashi, that's when he had relations with Hagar. The reason why he didn't marry her before that, before he came to Eitzkanan, Shayushanim Merubos of Hanaram, because he was many years in Hanaram. Lamedcha comes to teach us that the years in Chutzlaretz don't count. Maybe because of the Avera of living in Chutzlaretz, that's why they were Akur. Interesting, Rashi understands that there's an inherent uh, problem of living elsewhere than Eretz Yisrael, and that inherent problem causes a person not to have children. And there are others that explain this Gemara differently. That you could say that Avram was given a special bracha to have children. He wasn't supposed to have children. He was, uh, as we're going to see later on the Gemara, he was an Akar before HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, go to Eretz Yisrael and then you'll have children. So only once he started going to Eretz Yisrael was the Shaykh going to have children. And at that point, you have to start counting the 10 years. For everybody else, uh, that could have children in Chutzlaretz. They don't have any specific monea from having children in Chutzlaretz. For them, maybe they, that would not cause them not to have children. Lefikach and therefore, says Rashi, Hol, the Kachazinon, Shein Yeshiva's Chutzaris ben Aminion, since we see living in Chutzaris doesn't count, the Talino Choldavar Hamonon, Minheirayon, so we see that we can be Tola on any other thing that would prevent them from becoming pregnant, Talahu, sorry, Cholahu, Cholahim, therefore, if he would be sick or she would be sick, so in any of these cases, um, would not count towards the 10 years. Let's see the Tosus in here. Yosef eating Suva. Now the Gemara is going to go through, I mean the Tosus is going to quote a lot of cases over here. Um, and I did, you know, pop open the Gemara to take a look, which is Kedai to do sometimes when it starts making Chiluk in between many different cases. And Tosus over here is not so clear each time which cases he's referring to. So it's Kedai to open up the Gemara and take a look. Uh, if you're listening to this, you can just rely on me, of course. 
But um, in general, if you learn Tosos, quoting a lot of cases, it's not clear for because sometimes Tosos will bring down the whole Gemara that you need to know. Sometimes not, like in this case. Sometimes you have to take a look. Which, of course, goes back to my uh, common shmooz that I always give for those that listen to the toolboxes. Always is there's, it's kedai to know how to chazer something quickly. And it's very helpful because Tosos over here, let's say, refers to the parak of in Ksuvos of Hamadir. Right? So that parak where there's a lot of cases where a person has to divorce his wife and he's quoting, he's referring to many different cases in that parak. So it's quite a few daf, Hamadir, I don't remember exactly how many daf it is, but it's not a short parak. And, and if you take you you know, an hour and a chazer daf, so just to go through those daf and just to pick out these cases and figure out what Tosos is talking about, it could take you a whole day. If you could chazer quickly, you know, a couple minutes each daf, scan the daf, you could uh, understand the Tosos in a few minutes. Okay, but back to our task at hand. Yotsubitin Ksuva Besov Hamadir. Now, we're going to be quoting a lot of cases from Hamadir, and the cases don't all have the same halacha, according to many different sheet does. So you have to always have to keep track which case Tosos is quoting when he quotes Hamadir. And actually, I believe that there's a mistake and the Vilna Shas, at least in my print, that at a certain point, the they're going to put in parentheses the daf that Tosis is quoting, which would refer to a different din than what I think Tosis is really referring to. They have to keep track of what's going on. Okay, so at the end of Hamadir, this is correct, it's on Ein Zion. Ika plugsod amorai, there's a machokus amorai, kishinasi isha vishayimu If a person is married for 10 years and doesn't have children, im do we force him to get divorced or not? The kasha, it's difficult. The Lamandamar ain kofin, according to the teacher according to the Shita, that we don't force him to get divorced. Tikshi Lamihaha, we should have a question from our Gemara. Diktani it says Yotsi. Right, that's the Brisa, right? Not the Mishnah. The Mishnah didn't really say what to do. It says he has to have children. He could just marry a second wife, as Rashi points out. But if he didn't do that, by the time the ten years are up, so then we actually force him to get divorced, as it stays in the Brisa. And the Brisa says Yotsi which means force him to get divorced. However, there's a shita in Suvos that says you don't force him. Seems to be problematic. The shita that says you don't force him, why don't we ask from our Brisa, it says in the Brisa, that we make him get divorced. Now here's a assumption Tosis is making, which is going to explain why he makes it, and we're not necessarily going to stick with this. That the word Yotzi means that we force him. Kidamash Mahasa. And that's Mashma also from the Gemara over there in Ksuvis. The Omar Rav, because Rav says, Homer Suva. If a person says that he's not going to feed his wife, he's not going to be Mafarnis her either. Then he has to divorce her and give her Ksuva. Right, so there we have also the word Yotzi. So does Yotzi mean force or not? Shmuel asks on Rav, Ad Shekofin Instead of forcing him to get divorced, Yifu Lazon, why don't you force him to feed her? So what do we see from there? That Shmuel understood as soon as Rav used the word Yotzi, he meant Kofin. Right? Because that's the way Shmuel understand, understood his words. So Tosis is taking from here that every time the Gemara is going to use the word Yotzi, it means that we force him to get divorced. Venira, the Lomashma Yotzi, Lichvia, However, Tosis is now qualifying this rule. 
we only say yotzi means forcing to get divorced in a situation where he did something wrong. Avohacha, but in our situation, this, this is already the answer, right? Because we had a sheet that said yotzi by being married for 10 years does not mean that we force it. So how does he understand that? That sheet will say that whenever we say yotzi, it means forcing only if he did something improper. But in our case, you know, it's only because he's not allowed to be mevat from true but he didn't do anything wrong. Right? For 10 years, he tried to have children. So, so then the word yotzi doesn't mean we force him. And all those in hamadir, and here is also a little bit, it says sham, gamza sham. Sham means in that parak, doesn't mean on dafayin zayin. Really starts from dafayin, I believe. That all the, the Mishnahis in that parak speak about a, a man that makes nadarim against his wife. And he asks her food, and he asks her tashmish, and all sorts of different things that he did incorrectly. Right, so in all of those cases, we're going to force him to get divorced. Uh, the Kviyah commerce, when it says to force him to get divorced, it means we're forcing him. Because he did something improper by making these nadarim against her. We also have a case in Hacholites, which was earlier on. That was the case of none of the brothers wanted to do Yivam Rechalitza, so then we forced the oldest brother to do either Yivam Rechalitza. And we say over there, Kishain Rotsa, Loli Avrilachos, if they don't want to do Yivam Rechalitza, Dechosen Eitzer Gadol Lemichve. We go back to the oldest one and we force him. Because he did something not proper. Shein Rotsa Lolich, that was a lifter. He doesn't want to do Yivam Rechalitza, you have to do one, or the, one of the two. Venira. And it appears the kofin Every time we say kofin, right? So now we're defining terms. Yotzi means kofin in situations where you did something improper. Kofin means bishotim that you hit him. The imamili because this means to tell him that he's going to get divorced. Amar b'sof hamadir. We say over there in that place in the Gemara in Zion, the bedvarim lo yusar eved that a slave is not corrected, you know, he's not given musr with words. As you want a slave to do something, you have to hit him. The tema, this is a wonder. When we ask in Parak HaMadir, We ask over there, um, according to the Shita that we do force when we get divorced, and so this tema is a new almost a new topic, but we're going to see it's going to come back into the different dinim of Kfia. The tema, the chipar ha mandel mandamar kofin menasi yishav shayim atzer shanan lisnei bahade elu shekofin osalotzi. So it's, the Gemara asks over there, according to the sheet that we force him, it should be listed in the list of in the mission over there in Ayin Zayin, which says these are the ones that we force him to get divorced. And that's a different; those are different cases than the cases earlier in the Gemara. Or early in those Mishnahis, early in the parak, which speak about a person who makes an adarm against his wife, those are cases. This is important to note because from Tosos, just you know, going through it, you don't realize that there's two sets of cases yet until you realize that you don't understand what's going on. Is then there's a whole list of cases where the man is a baal mum, and because he becomes a baal mum, so the wife doesn't want to stay married to him, so we force him to get divorced. So it should be part of those cases. Now, that's a wonder. Because Tikshile Nami Mikohanu Madir, we should ask also against all of those that it says in Hamadir. It means in the earlier part of the parak, 
where he made Nadarm against her, why isn't that part of the list of Eilusha Kofin Lagarish? If Yotzi means Kofin, based on what we said. Bahi de and we also have another case in Nairish Nisbatata, that's in Ksuvis as well, but it's earlier in a different parak on Daphne Ches. The Homer Eashi, Ela Nibigdi, Vibigda, Yotzi Tinksuva. If a person says that I can't have relations with my wife in the normal manner, I have to be dressed while I do it, so then he has to divorce her. Bahi de Sofirkin, and also we are going to have another case in our parak. The Amr Ami says, I know Ishal Yishto Yotzi Tinksuva. That if a person marries a second wife, so he forced her to give his first wife a divorce and give her a suva. So out of all of these, the Gemara doesn't ask, why are they not part of that list in the mission and suvas of those at your kofa lagarish? So the Yishlomar, so the answer is, that that list of that Mishnah are not cases where he did something incorrect. Rather, it's things that happen by themselves. For example, he becomes a mukashrin or Baalpalipus means he gets these different mumim that make it impossible to stay married to him. And therefore, it could be 10 years without having children. That would also be considered like a mum that happened by itself. It wouldn't be something that he did improperly. So therefore, that would fit into the Mishnah as opposed to any other case that we've discussed. Even though we also speak about different occupations that smell very bad, like um, copper mining and tanning leather with you know the dung of different animals. So even though that's something that he did after he was married, right? so maybe that is like a pshia. So why is that in the Mishnah? So hanu ima miskavla the difference is over there, his intention when he did that was not to do anything wrong to the wife. Hey, he was just looking for a parnasa. It happens to be that parnasa makes it that the wife can't live with him anymore. But it still fits with the things that happened. It's ki'ilu what happened in Mimila. Umiyu kasha. However, we have a different question. The listni ba machmas taina. Why don't we put in that case, ba machmas, sorry, in that mishnah, of all the things that happened in Mimila, and this is not his fault, but nevertheless he has to divorce her. We have the case of Bama Achmas Taina, Dharm Sofirkin, which is at the end of our parak, the Kofno Solahotzi, Afbishim Poshea. We force to get divorced, even though he's not Poshea. So Bama Achmas Taina means that he himself can't have children, as he's known to be an Akar that he can't have children. So then we can still force him to divorce his wife, even though, she, right, whether she's Chaim Puruva, we'll speak about at that point when we get there. Even though he didn't do anything wrong, so it should fit in that mission. It's like one of the moments. What can you do that? He's he's an awkward. It's nothing, not something that he did. So therefore, we could explain that in those situations, he has to get divorced, or we force him to get divorced, whether or not he had this condition pre-existing to the marriage, at all the moment. In all those cases, where mayor says she could say, I thought I was able to handle it, but in the end I see that I can't handle it. Because I thought that this mom wouldn't bother me, but it really does. Here, <coughs> it doesn't make sense to say I thought I was going to be able to accept that. Or I thought I'd be able to accept the fact that I can't have children. And most of the cases we could actually answer with that answer. 
And so we basically have two answers. Um, it could be they're both true. And many of the cases can be answered by one or by all of the cases can be answered by one of the two of these answers. And some of them can be answered with both. So one answer is that the mission over there is only listing cases where there is no Pshia mitzad habal. And the second answer is also only listing cases where it's possible that the wife would have thought that she could handle it and therefore had gotten married willingly, but nevertheless later on would be able to force a divorce. Okay, so that's the first Mahalach and Tosfos. <clears throat> Basically, to sum up what we said up until now, as far as Mahalach is concerned, is that Yotzi sometimes means that we force him to get divorced and sometimes does not. If he did something wrong, it means that we force him to get divorced. If he didn't do anything wrong, so it doesn't mean we force him to get divorced. Now, there are cases where he didn't do something wrong and he is forced to get divorced. But in those cases, the mission says explicitly that we force him. Okay, so that's how we would know when to force him to get divorced. You shall be mashma, however, you shall meet mashma de in kofin bahamadir. It's mashma that all those cases in hamadir means all the cases where he meets Nidaram against his wife. And here's where I think the parentheses makes a big mistake. It says suicide Zion Ahmed Aleph. Ein Zayin Ahmed Aleph is the Mishnah of Elusha Kofin. Right, certainly in those cases were Kofa. The Yushami is speaking only about the earlier cases that started at Ayin that speak about a person meets in the Dharma against his wife. Okay, so that's what is, the Yushami speaks about those Mishnahis. Rabbi Nechananel brings this Yushami at the end of Afal which is an earlier parakeet in Suvis. This Ella showed us what he says. Yushami to Sofalmani is Ones Tanina. It says in the Yushami that get have a Usubi Yisrael Kasher will be Kokavan Possible. That if a Jewish basin forces someone to give a get, it's a Kasher get. But if a Gaim forces him to get, then it's a Possible get. Amr Shmuel and Shmuel says Possible Possible Kahuna. It's a Possible get, but she is Possible Kahuna. It's it looks enough like a get <coughs> to pass for a kuhuna. Vamar Shemul and Shemul also says, In masim ellipsulos. Bezin is only going to force someone to get divorced if it's a possible marriage. In other words, he didn't isser by getting married. And the Gemara asks, what about all those Mishnais and Hamadir where the marriage is perfectly fine? Just he made a netter against her. So Mishani, and the answer is, Shamanu Shemotzi. Shemanu Shekofin fit me up. We heard the Mishnah says that he has to divorce her, but did the Mishnah ever say that we force him to get divorced? Right, so it's very clear from that Yushami that in those cases we do not force, even though it uses the word Yotzi. Shemamina, so we see from there, De'in Kofin, Elahechidatani Kofin. The only time we force is where it says to force. If it says it explicitly, like it does in the Mishnahis on Ksuvah Stavai and Zayin the cases of the Bali moment. But if Chazal just used the word Yotzi, and it doesn't say that we force them, so what we do is we just tell him, Chazal requires you to get divorced. If he doesn't get divorced, what do the Kosar You could call him someone that does Averos. But to hit him, lo, you can't do that. That would be considered again, and that would not be a valid divorce. And therefore, he has the girsa in the words of Rav. Right? This is how we started the whole thing. Was in that Machlokas Rav and Shmuel. Rav used the word Yotzi, and Shmuel said it meant Kofin. 
but we have a girsa, Rabbeinu Hananel, that within the words of Rav, he said Kofen explicitly. And so therefore, we now no longer have any reason to assume that the word Yotzi would mean Kofen, as is explicitly stated in the Yushami that it doesn't. Okay, so now we're going to go through some other cases um, and explain why in some places we force some places. We don't force that we go to the oldest brother and we force him to do Yimar even though that's not a situation of a soul. The reason why over there we force because he's preventing her from any type of marriage. Being Tashish, being Mizu, be mizonos, right? she's not going to have relations, she's not going to get fed from anybody. But if he only is preventing her from Tasha Shemita by itself, it means he made a netter. Or he made a netter that he's not going to feed her by itself. In Kofin, in those cases, we don't force him to get divorced. And we're going to have a case later on. The cover of Yochran Yotzivitin Suba. And over there, Yochanan uses the Lashon Yotzi. The mashma hasam de kofin lein. It's mashma that he was forcing the person to get divorced. I'm not sure why it's mashma that way, but when we get there, maybe we'll understand. I took a, a quick look now, and I, I didn't understand why Tosa is assuming it has to mean kofin, but maybe we'll figure it out when we learn it. In raya de kofin kolefidom yotzi. Just because over there the word yotzi means that we force doesn't mean that anywhere else it means to force. De hasam lav neimer here. There's not a psak. I mean, it's a psak. It's not a, a memra, which is like the standard psak of an Amora in the Gemara, right? We have Rav says this, Shmuel says that. We, we didn't say over there, you know, Yochran held in a specific case, Yotzi. That's not the sugya. Rather, it's telling us a story, and in the story, Rabbi Yochran said Yotzi. And Yotzi means, he said that they should force him. So in Raya, so we don't have a raya from a situation where in the story, when he said Yotzi, he meant Kofin, that that means every time an Amora gives a halach in the Gemara and uses the word Yotzi, it means Kofin. Because it's not a Memra. I just read this line twice. Right, but any time that it doesn't say Kofin explicitly, in Kofin, we don't force because otherwise it would be a forced get not kahalacha, and if a person is forced to get a get against halacha, so then that would be a puzzle get. Okay, so just to summarize the two shitas that we have in this tosos, we have the first mahalach of tosos, which I don't know if it's completely discarded because of Yishami or not, but it's based on the gears that we have in the Gemara Ksubas in the Machogus Rav and Shmuel, is that any time we use the word Yotzi in the Mishnah, it means we force him, we beat him up until he gives a get. Only in situations where he did something improper. If it's something that happened Mamela, so then we only force when it says explicitly Kofin. According to the second version, which is based on Yushami and Sashita Rabbeinu Hananel, we only force a person, we only beat up a person to get divorced if the Mishnah or the Gemara explicitly uses the word Kofin. But if just uses the word Yotzin, even in the cases where they're something wrong, we don't force and get divorced. And Nafkamina, there's going to be all those cases in the beginning of Parakamadir, which speak about a man that makes the Dharm against his wife, that according to the first first explanation in Tozos, we would force him to get divorced. And according to the Yushami Rinu Kananel, those situations, we would not force him to get divorced.
Okay. Next toast is Yosemite Suva. Near the Bechol Hanu de Tanan, Shekofus Lahotzi, Shenosing Suva. It would seem that in any case we force him to get divorced, we would also force him to give Iksuva. Even though he's not divorcing willingly. <coughs> he wasn't the one to decide to get divorced. Nevertheless, he has to give the Ksuva. And we know this because of the question over there. It should be listed with those. The case where he where he wasn't married for, sorry, where he didn't have children for 10 years. It should be part of that list of kofen, like we spoke about in the previous tosos. The Gomer Hachem, we said over here, is Laksuva. Right? It says explicitly in our Brisa that she gets Laksuva. So if we wanted to mix that together with all of the other cases, it have to be cases where she gets Laksuva. Umashu Nami Hachem is also Mashu over there. Because we also put together with those, if it weren't that those were deraisa, we would have also thrown those into the cases where we force them to get divorced. Lokatani, that's why it's not theirs, because they're not because they're Yisuri Diraisa. Bahanu Isluksuva, Kanarvishmotaros, and we're gonna see later on that these type of women do get Iksuva, even though it was a marriage baser. Ubamahmastaina Amina Kamana, in the case of Bamahmastaina that she wants to have children, as we're gonna see later on, the Ishluksuva, she gets Iksuva, Ahopishomasolagarish, even though we force the husband to divorce her. Rabbeinu Gershom kasav de tshuva. However, Rabbeinu Gershom writes in a tshuva, de mukas shchin in l'tshuva, that if she's forcing him to divorce her because he has shchin or something like that, then she doesn't get a tshuva. The dictate midiktani gabi borsi shenasi isha yechol she tomar kesfura ha'isa l'kavav actually any yechol l'kavav. He brings a raya, or he understands this from the case by the borsi. That she, even if he was already a Borsi when they were married, she's able to say, I thought I was able to handle it, but now I can't. Then, how you covenly think Suva, if in such a situation we would force him also to give it Suva, M. King calls Shah Tyron Vitinase, the Tomer King, Kedilikos Suva Alter, that every woman would do this. She'd go find a tanner, and she would agree to get married to him, and then immediately say, But I can't take it anymore, and that way she'd be able to start collecting Suva. <coughs> she'd get a Suva. For nothing. So you have to say the Shema Usa in Laksuva. That's specifically in that case she doesn't get Laksuva. Because she can make this trick. But regular, not regular, in all of the other cases where you force them to get divorced, in that case he does get Laksuva. It actually says explicitly in the Tosefta that in those cases she gives Laksuva. So it could be it's true that in Rabbeinu Gershom's case, that one specific case, is far is very compelling, and therefore we'd have to agree to his din, but that doesn't necessarily teach us what the halak would be in all the other cases where we don't have that svar. Okay, so let's recap what we spoke about. We discussed the chiyav of a person to be kind of the Mr. Puruhu. If he was not Zohan have children in the first 10 years of marriage, he has to marry another wife, and as long as he doesn't do that, we force him to divorce his current wife. And those 10 years only include situations where we would have expected him, yes, to have children. So therefore, we learn that from Avram, you know, the years that he was in Kutzlaretz do not count. And therefore, also, if he was sick or she was sick or they were in Bishasurim, those situations also would now not count towards the 10 years. We then had two toasts that speak generally about situations where a person is forced or is chayv to divorce his wife. Um, Tosos 
and the two shitas which we saw, first shita in Tosus was that anytime he used the word yotzi, and the reason why he has to divorce her is because he did something improper, then we force him to get divorced. We'd actually beat him up until he would get divorced. <clears throat> However, Smashu and Yushalmi, and Rabinu Kanano brings it as well, that we only force a person to get divorced in a situation where the Mishnah says it explicitly. The Nafkamina between these two Mahalchim are all the cases in Hamadir, in Suvis, where the husband is making the darm against his wife, over there just uses the word Yotzi, doesn't say Kofin. According to the first version of Tosos, we would force him to get divorced. According to the second version of Tosos, we would not force him to get divorced. We would just tell him he has a chiv, and we would yell at him that he has to do it, and we would call him a Russia if he doesn't do it, but we would not actually beat him up. And then in regards to Ksuva, Tosos brings many rayas that in all the situations where we force him to get divorced, he still has to pay the Ksuva, except Rabbeinu Gershom says in the specific cases where she can make a trick to get married with Hachila, knowing she's going to be able to force him to get divorced and collect her ksuva. And so then in those cases, obviously, you would not allow her to collect her ksuva. Okay, we'll stop here.